And we're live. Hello, everyone. I am Brandon Matula. Matula. And I'm Thomas Hicks. And today is Tuesday. Um, so last week was a little scrambled because you guys got to know us a little bit better. Uh, we were kind of just introducing ourselves, but now we're going to follow that schedule that we mentioned. Um, so yeah, it's Tuesday. We've got our pop culture episode, and then uh, there'll be uh, some sports towards the back end of the episode uh, with Brandon. That's right, y'all. You guys know the drill, but first, we just want to thank you so much for um, listening to us. We got uh, about more than a dozen listeners last week, which is amazing. That's it's like a lot of different people with different lives and just thank you guys for joining. Yeah. And we, we just ask that you help us build this community that we're trying to build of honest and great podcasting. And yep. we want to thank you all for that. Yep. Yeah. I, I really have nothing else to add to that. That was just perfect. So, um, you know, just help, help us. If you guys have seriously, like, just to know that like one person is listening to this is like the most life changing thing. It just makes me makes not even like Brandon and I realize like what we're doing is correct and that what we're doing will, you know, it's impactful and that's all that really matters to us. Um, so yeah, please. Like if you listen to just a second of the podcast or if you listen to the whole thing, like seriously, if you know us, text us, if you don't know us that well, text us anyways, like we would love to just get to know your input and yeah. So, um, anyways, we're not, we, uh, we went a little over last episode. Um, of course it was a special episode. You are getting to know us. We had a little discussion, but, uh, we're just going to jump right on into it. You know, you're not going to waste any time. So, uh, Brandon, if you don't mind, go ahead and tell tell them, uh, what we have on the agenda. So today for pop culture, we're going to get into OBS season two. Yes. We'll be reviewing that for you guys. So just to give y'all, um, context we will be talking about some spoilers so if you haven't yes. seen it go see it and then come back and listen to us talk about it yep. then some artist tour updates from tommy uh-huh. that's that'll be really awesome i haven't really looked into um um tour the tours quite yet but that'll be great to hear and then a new segment called movie of the week where tommy suggests a movie for our listeners i'm a little yep. behind i need to watch my django movie so i can give you my review That'll be coming up soon, oh, as yeah. well as album of the week. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of great stuff today. And then over in the sports section, I'll be talking about Team USA. We won it again, y'all. We were one medal ahead of China, and just we'll be reflecting on that. Just our thoughts about uh, the Olympics this year, then NBA Summer League starting up, and some uh, people from our hometown making some noise. So that'll be fun to talk about. Then. NFL talks, yes, it's coming to that time of the year, y'all. Oh, yeah. And we'll be talking about Tommy and I's favorite teams. And then maybe later in the week, when on the sports day, we'll be talking about the teams more in depth. And then we'll be talking about something that's well overdue on this podcast. We'll be talking about the SEC and oh, yeah. all the controversy that comes along, along with it. But, Tommy, take it away. It's oh, your yeah. day. It's pop all culture right. day. What you got? Man, I, I am just pumped to say the least. Um, a lot. So, okay, my Suicide Squad review was supposed to be out this episode. I did not see it, however, because I am sick. So I do apologize for my stupid immune system. 
Um, but the good news is, is that uh, that will be coming this Thursday because I will be, will have watched it by then. Um, I'm saving it to watch it in the theater. You know, I could watch it on HBO Max, but I feel like you guys, you guys serve the best for me. So that being said, like, you know, I'm going to watch it in the theater so I get the theater experience. Um, but yeah, I luckily being sick, I did have time to watch Outer Banks season two. And if you know me, you know, I hate TV shows. I hate wow. TV. I hate having to wait. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm a huge movie guy, but it's not even because I hate TV. I'm just a movie guy. Like, because I love the vibe of a movie. I know there's a start and a finish, even in sequels like Harry Potter, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. I know there's a start and a finish. I hate TV. I hate it. I, yeah. I, I've only watched a few TV shows and I've only finished even fewer. Yeah. And just but, to comment on that, like, I feel like you're just the type of guy that loves the art of movies, you know, just from yeah. beginning to end, being able to watch the whole thing and just, uh, just yeah. look like, because it's truly an art. Yeah. Movies. Like a lot of people just think, Oh, it's just movies. It's just entertainment. No, it is an art y'all. Like yeah. there's so much that goes into it that we don't think about every day. Like the costumes, the scripts, the art designs, yeah. the design of the, um, the setting, everything. It is yeah. art y'all. And, I feel like you get a lot more out of that in movies because you get to see it in such a short time span, you know, but with yeah. TV shows, you know. Exactly. Um, and that's what I'm trying to let you guys know, trying to let my friends and family know, like movies is an art form and it is one that is hard to do, but I have completely submerged myself in the art and I want to express it. Uh, but anyways... Thank you, Brandon. Yeah, like seriously, it's because with TV you have episodes and you, you you can take your time to explain things. With movies, you've got what three three hours max, like usually two hours. Some some people will can stand three hours, and then you know a lot a lot of people got or I guess not a lot of people, but Zack Schneider got lucky that people could sit through four hours. But you really only have like two hours to explain your story and get out. You know, you got to have character development. Like you got to, it's hard. But anyways, you know that's. We'll definitely get into the, more into that as time goes on. Um, but yeah, Outer Banks season two, like you guys know, I hate TV shows. <laughs> I've watched only a few shows and I finished even fewer because I hate TV shows. But Outer Banks is the greatest TV show of all time. Wow. The greatest TV show of all time. I've never Ooh. felt what I have felt. I The feelings I get watching a movie never felt while watching TV until I watched Outer Banks. Um, hmm. It just... Oh, okay. This is your season two review, so I'm not going to go to, I've already recapped season one on my Snapchat, but here's what I will say. Here's what I have to, I don't even like, even if, whether I wanted to say this or not, I have to say this season one was about, and I didn't realize this until season two started, but season one was about building the characters for the story of season two. Mm-hmm. It was about building the story for the story of season two. Um, there's, yeah. there's, you know, season one, it's although it's my favorite show of all time, and I think it's, I legit think it's the greatest show of all time. It's got its flaws, just like every with every film and every TV show, you can nitpick at it. Um, but it is, it is on a grading skill, I'd give it an A because there's some parts that drag, you know, there's some parts mm-hmm. they don't care for, there's some parts that don't need to be in there, but it's, it's that's so, in every movie, or and, TV yeah. Show. I mean. I, I have my favorite movies of all time and I have movies I think are absolutely perfect, but like what I think is perfect, Brandon might hate. 
and what Brandon might hate, I think is perfect. So it's just, mm-hmm. but with Outer Banks, like oh, it, it, it follows a story so relatable to our audience. As in, you know, I'm 19, and Brandon's 21, right, Brandon? 22. Oh, 22. <laughs> yeah, I always associate him with 21 because I'm like, Brandon's 21. He's a fun guy. But, yes, yeah, <laughs> 22. Uh, but I should have remembered. I'll, I'll be actually be 20 in less than a month. So, And I know that Brandon's tears older than me. That's not the point. point is, he's a young adult. I'm a young adult. Anyone, I'd say, above the age of 14 is a young adult. So you've got age 14 to, like, probably 26. 14 to 26. And you can relate to the story so well because you you can pick out a character in the story and be like oh yeah like i understand that guy or i understand her and that is my sole reason for watching the show mm. now that's not mine but what i'm saying is you could do that and the reason i bring that up is because the entire time of me watching season two i was like okay i get season one it had to build up the story because, and I'm going to sit up if you heard me moving. I'm going to sit up for this because this is, <laughs> you guys. Oh I boy, think season two. Up again. <laughs> I, you know me and my sitting up. No, but seriously, like, and, and Brandon, and I would love to get your opinion after I say this, but I think season two is better than season one. Wow. I Ooh. do. What What do you think? Yes or no? So my, I've talked to a lot of people about it because, I mean, who isn't watching Outer Banks right now? Right. But, it's incredible because a lot of people didn't like season two because from what I've heard, well, like I've watched it, but from the opinions of others, a lot of it is unrealistic just with characters that come back and the way certain things happen. And, uh, but I think it's a better story because for once it is not 100% focused on john b and sarah cameron that's see like obviously they're the favorites like everybody loves those characters but i like season two better because it focuses on everyone it shows kiara's home life it shows a little bit more of jj what's going on with his dad and pope has a whole story in this one i was not expecting that and i think that's dedicated to pope the 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 last six episodes are all pope he's the main character yeah And I think he's a great dynamic character. Oh because, yeah. Um, spoilers, but he had a little of a little bit of a uh, bump in the road when it came to his relationship with Kiara. Yeah. If you've seen season one, you know there's something going on there, and he has a bump in the road, but he doesn't let that stop him. And he, like, gosh, it ends up he ends up just being so passionate about like the whole um, the key thing and just yeah. figuring out what the treasure is and it's uh, uh so i won't so spoil Br- it but, would you uh, would you say season two is better than season one or would or do you still think season one is the best see i don't i don't want to think like that i i, I can think like that when the complete the story is completely done when they close the book on the story of outer banks and just end it you know i'll give my opinion then but I will say there's a lot of things in season two that I like better than season one. And then, but see what season two cannot be on was the nostalgia and the right timing of 
release because right. they released it right in the middle of quarantine. What were we what were we all doing during quarantine? We were sitting inside doing nothing. And, and what we what, what we wanted to be doing during quarantine is we wanted to be going out and doing these just hanging out with our friends and we wanted to go out and go to the beach and we wanted to go I mean, we didn't treasure want to go find treasure, <laughs> but I mean, screw it. If there was treasure to be found in 2020 during quarantine, we would have found it. So yeah. our outlet was this show. And yes. because of that, that is why I think it's the greatest show of all time, because it is an outlet. And and as quarantine is starting to be lifted, and we're starting to be, get out of it. Um, I, I, I think they, they follow the pacing with the world as good yes. as you can. Now, so... That's just kind of a little pre-review, quote unquote. But here, let's get into it, okay? So, so season two, I think it's better than season one. I think season one, after seeing both seasons a few times now, because I went and rewatched season one twice, and then wow. I, uh, I've watched season two twice already. Well, I let think... me ask you this before you get into that. So, after watching season one, did you see a lot of foreshadowing of things that would happen in season two? I... If that makes sense. Because, you, like, a lot of things that happen in season two, like, it's really unexpected. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, like, the return of, uh, man, I don't want to, sp- all right, spoilers. Yeah, well, we said don't... spoilers, so just just yeah. spoil it, man. We said spoilers. John B's dad at the end. Yeah. Like, do you, do you see, I, I thought, I, I think I saw something the other day, but I want to see if you saw anything re-watching season yeah. one. Well, okay, so I thought Officer Peterkin would mm-hmm. still was the one that would still be alive in season two because we never truly saw her die. Mm. But John B's dad was always a possibility. Um, here, here's the thing, though. I, a lot of what happened in season two, I'm going to be straight up, and this doesn't take away at all from the show, but a lot that happened in season two, I kind of predicted. I was like, you know what? what like, right Right as that lady was being sketched with Pope in episode three, no, episode four, beginning of episode yes. four, um, the two white people, when they were being sketched about Pope because we figured out the history of their ancestors, and I was like, okay, why are they bringing this up? It's because Pope is like probably related to Denmark Candy, but I even thought of that before season two came out because I was just wow. like, hmm, I, I really did, and I, I can't make this up. I was like, I was thinking of every possible theory, and a, and a couple of them came true. One of them, John John B's dad being alive. How the only thing that kind of was like it eh, was because they found his glasses. They're like, oh, these are big John Rutledge glasses. But other than yeah. that, I was like, dude, he's probably still alive. Secondly, I was like, Den Martini is probably related to Pope because that would be an epic story. I'm glad yeah. that that is the case, and I'm glad that that is what they followed in season two. So to answer your question, foreshadowing kind of, I just basically, I I don't know if I'd say foreshadow, but I would say it confirmed theories in a way, but okay. without literally confirming, confirming them. That's a great question though. Thank you. So that's for cool. That. So yeah, just to tie it with a bow, like you, uh, you, you kind of saw the Pope thing coming. That's pretty, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I would I say, did not see that coming it, in your defense. Like I would say, and your defense and anyone who's listening in y'all's defense, like I would say, I am a super fan of the show. Like, like I am, I'm constantly watching the show. I'm constantly rewatching specific episodes to catch things. I'm like looking up fan theories. I, I'm looking up them on Instagram. Like I'm a super duper super fan of the show. Like it, it's up there with like my all time favorite media. So like albums wow. and like movies, it's it is up there. So 
you know, in your defense, Brandon, and whoever's listening, if you didn't catch that in your defense, I am like obsessed with the show, so don't take it to heart. But um okay. Season two review, like let's let's jump into it because there's a lot to be said. And once again, I want to start off by saying I do think it's better than the first season. You're gonna say why, Tommy, why do you keep repeating that it's better than the first season? And he, the with season and this is this is this is an amazing point okay with because season one built up these characters slash the story so well i was like tearing up and not crying but i teared up in almost every episode of season two because i just felt it i knew what the characters were going through i knew I what te- they were feeling. i teared up i personally teared up in episode four and i feel like you did yep. too when yep. they all okay. meet again yep so i think okay so that's so like because they build their friendship they build the relationships they build the uh they build parenthood childhood they build uh law enforcement like every possible thing that you could build up they do it so well in season one it brought tears to my eyes in season two because i just felt so like and and prime example and and also the greatest scene in season two is when he steals the little moped mini bike thing and they mm-hmm. see each other again since the because they thought John B and Sarah Cameron were dead, mm-hmm. you know, but they but they saw them again and they it was slow motion and they were playing just like really triumphant music. And I was just and like, yeah, I, I didn't cry, but I had tears in my eyes. I'm like, this is so epic. And I was like, why is this so epic? And then I said, it's built it up so well. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, because if if season one hadn't built up, you know, their friendships and the relationships so well, like it would have been like, eh, it's just a little reunion. But because it was built up so well, it was like, oh my goodness, the gang is back together. I've wanted this. This yeah. is like, and 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 also like, an underrated part of season two, I feel like, is the beginning of season two, mm-hmm. the very first episode, because they have like the little funeral for them, and it's like showing how like the island is react or how the Outer Banks is reacting to the deaths of sarah cameron and john b um i think they react to that really like you can really feel that everyone thinks they're dead you can really feel that um so yeah like those are my thoughts on season two i want to i want to just say like um real quick as a i love what you said putting a bow on it brandon i'm gonna steal that from you that was freaking sick just to put (laughs) a bow on it um like Episode one, two, three, four, five, and six, A plus, ten out of ten episodes. Hmm. Episode seven, I would say an A, a nine out of ten. Episode eight, I would say the same. I'd say the same, an eight, nine out of ten. But then episode nine was starting to drag a little bit. And then as I was watching the last episode, which is episode ten, I'm like, wait, this isn't, this isn't how this is gonna end. Like, there's surely an eleventh episode, right? But no. There was not an 11th episode. So I will say I was let down by the last episode. I thought it was sloppy. <laughs> I thought it was rushed. Yeah. I thought the cinematography wasn't very good. I thought things that should have mattered were just kind of brushed over. Yep. I thought Ward Cameron should have died. It would have been a better ending if you would have thrown him over the boat. But also, like, John B is just better than that. But, yep. I like, I think a lot of – I don't know. I just was let down. I was let down a lot. Um. So, yeah. yeah, anyways, like, those are just my thoughts on season two. I think it's better than season one. I think um, it's got an incredible story. I love the Pope storyline. I think the first five, six episodes are literally perfect, like, incredible, incredible work. Um, 
And I I think if you're a fan of the first one, you're going if you're a super fan of the first one, you're gonna adore the second one. If you're an average fan of the first one, you're gonna like the second one. Yeah. Um I think it has yeah. a lot to offer and it opens a lot of room. Anyways, so a lot a lot of thoughts to be said, but those are just a few of mine. Yeah. So yeah, and I'll just I'll just say a few quick things. Um I'll be kind of devil devil's advocate. I love this season. I honestly would say it's I liked it over season one. Yes. I, I thought it was better because that had more context over other characters other than Sarah Cameron and John B. But yeah. one thing I will nitpick at was the realism of it. Like, okay, okay so I was watching this with my girlfriend who's going to be a nurse. And the scene in episode three after Sarah Cameron gets shot. Right. And she's being uh, like CPR, everything is going. She flatlines for like, Three minutes. Yeah, what the three heck? to five minutes, and she's and she then she comes back and then and then all of a sudden she can go to the boat and she could just run. Yeah. And yes, she's on, she's on the um, the painkillers, but it's unrealistic because you would be brain dead, like yeah, well, not brain dead, but like you will you would at have least in a coma from, or something. Yeah, from the lack of oxygen in your brain. So I thought that was unrealistic, and then some of the. Um, law and order kind of things that were associated with um, John B and everything like all like all of his friends would have been fugitives like yeah if, like, yeah they, they were not tried at all it was only John B which yeah. is ridiculous but that was good and then but other than that really enjoyable show I yeah. hope you'll watch it I hope we didn't disappoint y'all if you didn't hear the thousand spoiler um, well and, and we and <laughs> they knew, you know, spoiler, and we'll put it on the YouTube and the SoundCloud and Spotify. You know, this will have yeah. spoilers. But Brandon, I just, I just want to say something. I want to take a, a once, literally one second. But you know why they think that happened to Sarah Cameron? Like one of the fan theory, the most popular fan theory right now, hmm. um, as to why that, like Sarah was just fine. So hmm. we learn for anyone who hasn't seen it, but you know how we learned that like Pope, there's a, a cloth in the gold cross. That oh can yeah, the you. holy garment. Holy garment. Yeah, so they think that the holy garment was turned into a bandana, which yes. is what John B's dad gave him. Which makes sense. And then I told my friends that. Yeah, actually, yeah. I heard this theory too, and they were like, "Oh, that's stupid." I was like, "Well, yes, it could die off, but there could be some strains yeah. still in it, so that could be woven into a bandana, like one." Oh yeah. But, oh yeah. Yeah. To tie that up on a bow, we give it an A. And yeah. uh, we just hope y'all watch it and um, hit us with y'all's opinions about it. We might yeah, want to uh, follow this up and talk about it some more if there's more fan theories out there. But yeah. next up, um, as we uh, wrap up yeah, the media part, the album of the week and movie of the week. Tell me which one you want to do first. These both seem really interesting and I want to hear what you, yeah. you yeah. got to say. Sweet, man. Um, yeah, so... It was tough because I, I was like, mm, I want to do a movie on Netflix because everyone has Netflix. Obviously, there's not, you know, there's other movies that are on Netflix. But for movie of the week, we're going to go with The Master, directed by mm. Paul Thomas Anderson. It's got Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. And it is, all I'm going to say is, it is a deep dive, not a documentary, but almost a, it's almost like a, watching a play. It's not, but just how good it is of uh the creation of scientology oh it is Ooh. insane that guys, sounds that really interesting yeah. wow 
it's what what it's just when we talk when we were saying film as an art form, it's just one of the greatest films um I've ever seen. So yeah, the master Paul Thomas Anderson on Netflix. Check it out, please. If you like you Paul sold. Thomas Anderson, I got you more. sold me. You said it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, and everyone's got Netflix. So yeah, if you're and not, then... then how'd you watch Outer Banks? You know, come on, come <laughs> on, guys. Um, and then yeah, I'll make it quick with the uh, album of the week. Um, Funk Wave Bounces Volume One by Calvin Harris. Wow. So that's the one that got that has uh, feels. Don't be afraid to catch feels. It's got slide. Oh, nice. It's got rolling people, but the whole album as a whole is really good. Like wow, there's a there, this on the album Cash Out, School by Q, Party Next Door, and Drum is like really good. Rolling with Future and Khalid really good. Um, and then you have Faking It with Kalani and Lil Yachty. Like there's it's pretty short. It's only 38 minutes. It's got all the summer vibes you could ask for. Um, really short and compact, but just such a vibe. So yeah, Funk Wave uh bounces volume one would nice. be our album of the and, week and then uh as for tour dates you guys you guys know me i'm the biggest tyler creator fan so i got my pre-sale tickets for the pit uh the houston nice. show is going to be march 27th um for tyler creator and then the he is also going to dallas for anyone that is interested in the dallas show oddly enough that's one of his first shows he's going to dallas february 16th and then yeah. even otter for lack of a better word, he is going to El Paso, February 14th. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Trippy Red is going to be in Houston, September 22nd. So kind of coming up. Um, and then September 23rd, he'll be in Irving. Nice. Um, and right, then, right up my... Oh, yeah. Right, I, like right that's, that's exactly what we're... Well, and then here's this, though. Brockhampton. You guys know we love oh. Brockhampton. They're going to be at the Pavilion at the Toyota Music Factory uh, March 4th. So wow. March 4th, Brandon and I, you might see us a little, little vlog. We have to upload a little YouTube oh. vlog. Uh, yes, and there'll be an Austin tech. There are no Houston tour, but there'll be in Austin, Texas on the 5th of March. So three notable tours to look out for. Um, and yeah, so you have your movie of the week, album of the week, Outer Banks to review notable tours. Um, I appreciate you guys listening to me on the pop culture Tuesday. If you have any uh, suggestions, please seriously let us know. Uh, but yeah, just want to, like Brandon said, let's put a bow on it. That's the Tuesday pop culture special. Nice. Um, so, Brandon, I'm going to go ahead and lead you off here in the sports, if you don't mind. I have, a, I have an opening question for you. Huh. Um, who do you think is the – who do you think or what do you think is the reason USA won the gold? Uh, team, uh, team USA basketball? Yeah, Team USA basketball. I would say it, it had to be Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, and Middleton coming in. Okay. Late because they were missing those three guys when they lost those um, inter not intermural uh, um, expedition games. Yeah. So when they lost those, they were a little lacking in depth. So I feel like that's why, and they got it figured out. They got two NBA champions on there of this year, and then Kevin Durant. They figured it out, and yeah. I'm glad they did because that was the one medal that put us ahead of China, and. Just to reflect on the Olympics real quick, like, right. it was pretty it was pretty exciting this year. Just to see all the, uh, just to see all the different events, af- different athletes this year. Like yeah. yes, it was sad about what happened to Simone Miles, and I'm sure we all have our opinions. But regardless, I was sad that I didn't get to see her perform this year. I thought she was incredible. I don't watch gymnastics. I don't think you do, too, <laughs> Tommy. But I think we can all agree that we enjoyed watching. Swim Biles, but oh yeah. 
besides that, it was cool for me. Like uh, my Italian roots, watching the Italians win the four by one gold. That was like the <laughs> first time ever. And yeah. I could not believe that. I thought it'd be Jamaica, but it wasn't. But man, oh man, it was a pretty great Olympics. Tokyo did great at hosting. And uh, it was great. And Team USA came home with the most gold medals. And super proud of our boys and women in the red, white, and blue. Oh, heck yeah. And then, but to move things on, uh, NBA Summer League just started up yesterday and, or um, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. so So two days ago. Yeah. So a very exciting stuff. Um, the Rockets. Let's talk about them because, yes, Kate Cunningham, uh, Yvonne Mobley, all those, all those guys on other teams, great, great, great. But let's talk about the Rockets real quick. Let's do it. Jalen Green came in with 23 points in his summer league game, and that that was an incredible performance. And then Josh, Josh not Josh Richardson, oh, Josh Christopher. Josh Christopher out of the Rockets, the 26 pick, I believe, or the tw- uh-huh. or somewhere in the 20s. Yeah. He did great. And then another newcomer, Sengun from Turkey, I believe, who was a dark horse guy. He did great as well with 11 points. And I think Christopher had 16. So our young core in Houston is looking great. And I'm just excited to see where it goes. Uh, Tommy might tell you, like, he's not very high on this draft, which – and to some sense, I might agree. It's not on the same level as other draft classes, but man, I think a lot of these guys are going to surprise us. And yeah. and I'm just excited to see how well they all do as a whole because the future of the NBA is bright, and I just cannot wait to see what happens. But, Tommy, I got a question for you. Um, so with the young, young um, correlation of the Rockets right now, just looking as strong as they did because it was only one summer league game, but let's just right. say they really are as strong as they look. Right. Looked in this game. What, what do you think is next for John Wall? Do you think he should stick to his roots in Houston and just uh, lead these guys and try to do the best with what he's got? Or do you think he needs to go somewhere else? See, that's, that that question might be harder than answer. Where does God come from? Because <laughs> li- like it's like literally like he has two options. But here's the thing, Brandon. He has to make that decision now. He has yeah. to. It's like, do I go to a contending team and win my chip, or do I just stay here and lead these young guys into a potential chip if yeah. they keep playing like this? And he has to make the decision this season. So I think, or at least he has this season to think about it, and yeah. then the, with the next season he can. Um, kind of make his final decision. Personally, I think he should go to a contending team because I I think this team will be okay, Um, Mm -hmm. the Rockets without him. And I think he needs to get his ring to seal seal his legacy. I want to say legacy, but to seal his career. career. Yeah, Yeah. his his very respectable career, might Mm -hmm. I add. Yeah. Um, Because it wasn't like – But respected, I would say. Exactly, yeah. Um, it would be nice to have a chip on his belt. You know, he's done a lot in the NBA and he won't go down as one of the greats, but he shouldn't be forgotten. And I think a chip would really lead him there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would say that. Good stuff. Good stuff. I love, love that answer. So essentially you think he should be traded? Yes. To a contending team, be the starting point guard, 
and get them to a chip. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. But uh, so that's it for NBA Subber League. Y'all should continue watching that. It's on ESPN2 and ESPNU mm-hmm. for the rest of the summer. And just watch them Rockets because they were exciting yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh, two days ago. Um, so let's just real quick. Let's just um, talk about and just in a short amount of time because yeah. uh, we just like to be short and concise with y'all. What are thoughts are on our NFL teams in this coming up season. And I'll go first because mine's short and easy. Just to give you all context, me, Brandon Matula, I like the Steelers. I just started watching the NFL last year, and I am not a Texas fan Texas fan because like, I, I do not like them because the front office really ticks me off, and it's just not something I want to be associated with, and that's okay. Some people are like that in Dallas with the Cowboys. Ooh, I probably just triggered so many people, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but with the Steelers this year, man, uh, I, I I thought it was his time this past season to hang up the cleats. Ben Roethlisberger's got to hang him up, and he's got to hang him up soon. And I don't know what they're going to do because there's not a lot of quarterback prospects coming up this year in college football. All the great ones went off this year, like Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, uh, just all those guys, all those guys. And it was and Zach Wilson out of BYU. Just yeah, a great quarterback class. But th- but that usually has a toll on the players next year because they're not going to be as good as those quarterbacks. So that stinks. But for my Steelers, I think they'll be one of the last teams to get out before the wild card. Uh, before, like the teams in the hunt at the end of the season, I think they'll be around there. I think they'll be like, they'll have 17 games this season. So I think they will be nine and eight or maybe even 10 and seven. I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to the playoffs this year, not even as a wild card. So, but Tommy, you like your Baltimore Ravens real quick. Tell us what you can expect for this season. Yeah, um, I'm glad we got Sammy Watkins. Um, not a huge NFL guy, but to my knowledge, Sammy Watkins is a respectable wide receiver. Absolutely. Um, so I, that's glad. That's good to hear. I'm a Baltimore Ravens guy. I've loved Lamar since he did the step back in high school. Uh, kind of, he didn't hit us. I'm. There's no such thing as a slump your freshman year, but he wasn't as uh, flashy his freshman year. But I mean, Heisman his sophomore year and just as equally as good as his, 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 uh, junior year. Anyways, huge Lamar Jackson guy is my favorite player. Point is, um, yeah, he's got his, he's got some help in wide receiver. We wanted a little bit better, uh, a li- not a little bit better, but a little bit more wide receivers, but we'll, we'll be okay. Um, yeah, you got great good. option. You got great options in Mark Andrews, uh, Hollywood Brown. And then you got Rashad Watkins, Bateman. So. Y'all are set. In my yeah. Opinion. And I, I, our defense is probably best in the league, mm. arguably, arguably, of course. Uh, but yeah, so looking forward to it. Um, I think it'll be a good season. I think we could win. I think we could take it all this year. I think it's really just going to be up to uh, the mojo of the team. So yeah, yes. yeah. COVID really knocked them out of balance last year, and they had went on a great stretch of games towards the end. But I, I like to watch them. I think they're entertaining, especially Lamar. So that will be great. And just to wrap things up, um, we're going to talk about UT and OU 
heading to the SEC. And I, I know Tommy's not the biggest um, college sports guy, but Tommy, I think you can understand like the gravity of this, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the SEC is a powerhouse conference in a lot of sports, in baseball, college football, and a little bit college basketball, but not too much, but college football especially, and that's the one that makes the most money. So what, in your opinion, what do you think this does to you as a, I, I would say maybe a casual fan of college football? Um, It's interesting because as a casual fan of college football, I know Alabama's the powerhouse. Yes. And I know they're in the SEC. Um, so just knowing that, like, what's going to happen to UT when they play the Alabama? And then also you got Georgia, another powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be fine against pretty much everyone else. So LSU, yeah, you know, they'll be okay. Florida will be okay. Uh, South Carolina, Tennessee, A&M, Auburn, they'll be all right. But, like, what the heck are you going to do against Alabama and Georgia? Yeah. Seriously. Like, what, <laughs> what yeah, the heck uh, are you Texas, Texas, I agree. Yeah, Texas is going to do terrible. And then oh, Oklahoma, yeah, like, you, you'll do well, but you're not going to make the I can't right. see them go into the playoff out of the SEC. Like, I just can't. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get why it happened. I don't know, understand it. But, like, I think I think a lot of the teams they're capable of beating, I don't think they will, but they're capable of it. But, like, they are literally not capable of beating Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, I agree. Like, Every other team they're capable of, they can do it. Yeah, they can pull it off. I mean, they're they're going to be Kentucky, and that's I'm a Kentucky fan, so it pains me to say, but they're going to be Kentucky. They're going to be Vanderbilt. They're going to be probably probably be uh, Mizzou. Then they'll probably probably beat South Carolina as well. But like, yeah, they're not beating Alabama and Georgia. So. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it just to wrap it with a bow. Like, I think it's going to be detrimental for college football all around. I think it's going to hurt the conference system and the call, the NCAA is going to have to intervene again and change the whole system and just make it better for everyone. Cause it's only the top dogs that get the viewership and get to play in championship games. And, but that's, that's just my opinion. I'd love to hear y'all's opinions as well, but uh, wow. What an episode, Tommy. We, yeah. We were really on fire today. Um, we're we're going to promote the crud out of this one. Like, gosh, yeah. really fun with this one because we were both. We're both um, in our element. Yeah, we were in our element and we both talked about things. We were both. Exactly. Uh, Interesting. Not experts in, but like both had a both had a good idea of what was going on. It, it, I would say in the other like because you're an expert in the sports field, man. And yeah. I, like you're an expert and I'm an expert in the. Film, uh, absolutely. Film and, and and pop culture, but like, I think we did pretty well for our other topics. Like, I did, I did, I, you know, kept up in sports, and then you kept you more than certainly kept up, especially with Outer Banks. So, like, yeah, great episode. Um, just under, just at forty minutes, so ten minutes over. But hey, you know, ten minutes is not that bad. You know, just uh, yeah. take a little, take not a little, as bad, take... not as bad as fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> just, just take the scenic route if you're listening to this in the car. Um, but yeah, we were really excited for Thursday's episode. 
Um, It'll be sports centered. We might talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about the Rockets, and we might be having a guest join us talk Ooh. about the upcoming NFL season. That'll yes. be exciting. And then Tommy, anything in the pop culture realm? Yeah, yeah, we've got uh, three movies coming out this weekend. Um, Free Guy being one of them. That's probably the most popular. I think it's. I think it looks very stupid, but as a movie <laughs> critic, I have to watch it. So whatever. Um, but the, the, it'll be okay. We got free guy yeah. coming out, so it'll be okay. Um, but yeah, exciting stuff. Um, there's some, there may be some albums dropping. There may be some movies coming out. But uh, Donda, please drop. Please to drop. Need to re- need to review that. You know, I I was gonna go over that weekend track, but I think I'll save that for Thursday. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, we appreciate you. Um, please, like, seriously, do not hesitate to DM us, text us, snap us, whatever it may be. Just notify us. Brandon or I and uh just let us know like what do you want to hear this is for y'all this isn't this is for us to do because it's fun and we have knowledge of it but this isn't for us this is for y'all yeah speakers um, wouldn't yeah. be speakers wouldn't be anywhere without any listeners so exactly we need y'all and we yep. need y'all speaking too so we can hear y'all exactly well, uh, I had a blast. So thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll see you Thursday. Um, so that being said, my name is Thomas. And I'm Brandon. Brandon Matula. Yes, and we'll just, I guess we'll try and get it this week. All right. One, One two, two, three. Stay, stay hot, hot my, friends. my friends. Yes, sir. All right, close you enough, guys have close a great enough. week. We'll see you on Thursday. See you Thursday, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye.